is governed by exact numbers. The world of vision is governed by exact numbers. But it's clear that it must begin from two experiences on which our visual world is based. money are we making off this podcast by the way none uh, at the moment excellent i i, I kid i kid i mean if we so wanted to start a patreon i wouldn't be against it but i i think think people have to listen to you yeah why don't we yeah. launder whatever money we do get though <laughs> How, how how would how what what how what which way should we launder it like do we want to like invest in it art? isn't a, isn't a podcast patreon sort of the way to launder money in the first place no, why true. don't we i think we should do it in reverse because no one will see that coming like why don't we start like a meth business run that for a nail salon and then run a podcast through both of those <laughs> But the the front of is a, is actually going to be the meth business. We're gonna have the nail salon in the back. Yes, yes. Oh god, that'll be so clever. No one will see it coming. <laughs> Every time they bust us down for meth, they'll just be like, "Huh, what is that smell of acetone?" Oh, I bet it's probably the meth business. No. Then we have <laughs> then we then we don't even have to get a license for the nail salon. Holy shit! No, no taxes, no nothing. I exactly. am so lost. Apologies. All right. Well, it has nothing to do with Warhammer, so uh, it's the perfect way to start the show. So here we are, Sig Marxism uh, podcast. Uh, as always, I am Danny. Pronouns he him. I am I'm Amber. Sam- oh. Oh. No. Oh, fuck you. I'm Sam. They them. <laughs> Destroyed. I am Amber. She her. And uh, today we're mostly going to be talking about uh, the new stuff for Warhammer Plus released. So that's interesting. It's actually not terrible. No, it was. It's surprising. It's surprisingly good value. Especially Um, that you get some beautiful models. You have, well, you have the orc, which is like, eh. And then you have the cool assassin model, which is like what the one everyone. I have a major gripe with this. I paid for a Warhammer uh, a White Dwarf subscription for 10 years and never once did I get a free subscriber model. And like, I mean, right now it's 80 pounds for a year of White Dwarves. And now they come along with a 60 pound subscription that includes all of the White Dwarves f- from 2020 and they give you a free model. <laughs> but that's the thing I don't understand about Warhammer Plus. Why are there so many subscription services that Games Workshop is trying to run now? Like, there's free money. Right? Money. Yes, but it's too much, I say. I would go out on a limb and say that maybe White Dwarf isn't doing as well as it it did in the you know pre-internet days. Maybe. Well, Warhammer Plus also includes uh, the subscription to the app. Yes, yes, I do, I do think the White Dwarfs maybe just a uh, throw in. Obviously, the big thing right now is the apps that they're trying to uh, promote and the animations, which apparently yeah. there's going to be a new one every Wednesday for an undefined period of time or something. Quite impressive. So, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I, like I said, I don't. I really. It's the same thing people said about Love, Death, and Robots. They complained because the second season, because of the plot. But I mean, that's not the point of it. It's a. It's basically a very nice and well-funded tech demo. You know, <laughs> it's you, you look at it and you go, "Wow, that's pretty." And if it happens to have a good plot at the same time, hey, that's bonus. All I've seen of the animations, really. I mean, I'm sure I've seen Astartes, but I've seen the Tau featured in, like, um, so many memes, but I have no idea what the actual animation is like. I just see his gormless little idiot face just looking at me in surprise. <laughs> and that's all I know about the animation, really. The Angel of Death one, I, I originally, when I saw the first trailer, I, I was very worried because it kind of looked like they were using uh, gothic armada assets and... Stuff like that, but then when they yeah. they showed the Warmer Plus trailer, I was, I mean, it looks good, you know the the like the lip syncing, the tech, the modeling, the voice acting. I mean, the voice acting was always going to be good, but um, I mean, it, it it just looks well done, and uh, you know, I I think it I think it'll be great. Hopefully. Yeah. It- it is interesting. Like, like I, I remember when I first saw the first like trailer for Angels of Death, and I was like, "This looks terrible." And now I saw it, and I'm like, "This looks great." I so, mean, Ultra. I I did buy a limited edition of the Ultramarine movie, so I have such a low bar at this point for GW animations. There's a there's an ultra limited edition Ultramarine movie. I didn't know if that was an Ultramarine movie at all. Oh my god! It has John Hurt in it. And it's um, <laughs> oh, um, oh, is that has... Johnny Depp before the divorce? Yeah, I think it's got Mark Strong in it too. Cause... Or no, that's uh, that's a Space Marine game. But um, yeah, it was this big promoted movie, and um, it was not good. Uh, it came out I don't know 2012, 2011. But yeah, I bought I there was a limited edition one that they hyped up, and I obviously bought it before I saw the movie. I'd like to point that out. Um, FOMO, baby. Let's go. I was excited because, I mean, you know, it was like 2012. You know, we had, you know, it was the Dawn of War. It was the end of the Dawn of War era. I was, uh, you know, and like this was the first Warhammer animation. So we all, I think we all fell for that, that pitfall trap. Yeah. Please, please tell me someone else fell for that pitfall trap. Well, I wasn't around in Warhammer in 2012, so I was a youngin. It's okay. I'll just, oh, I'll yeah. just imagine someone did. I know there's that. Um, I forgot the name of a movie, but there's that movie that's been hyped for about four years, like Warhammer Inquisitor or something. It's, it's. I don't know. Like I haven't heard anything about it, but I've seen uh, adverts for it for as long as I've been alive, basically. Or like the the Eisenhorn uh, TV show they've been talking about for like fucking ever. Not even that. All I've no, seen of the it one is year, like... the one Amber you're talking about got canceled. Well, they get canceled. Oh, really? The creator just you know uh, give up on it for good reasons. Uh, like a lot of these fan animations, especially the young ones like the Inquisitor and the Grey Knight one. I mean, it's not really worth the the sort of dogged IP battle. The GW. I mean, now of course GW are doing this entire 180 where they just say hey come work for us Mm -hmm. it is a bit disappointing um, but um at the same time like um i remember like one image was just like a gray knight with a heavy bolter on top of a thunderhawk 
And I mean, I'm glad I didn't get released so I wouldn't have my expectations like dashed by whatever the rest of that scene would have been. Um, there is a new Grey Knight. Uh, was it an animation or yeah. a game that they teased? It's a game. It wasn't very clear. I, th- I think it must be. A, uh, I'm hoping it's a game because, to be honest. Well, they also teased the new box set at Warhammer Fest that's going to be Grey Knights versus Thousand Suns. Yes. Oh, oh I'm looking forward to new Zinch oh models. Uh, you know, some more Zangors. Uh, we might get new Zangors because probably what they might try to do I don't know if they're going to do the old thing because they have the upgrade sprue for the Zangors that includes like the 40k stuff and you use that with the AOS uh, Zangor models but I don't know if they're going to like try to make that onto like one sprue now or if they're just going to get new Zangors I don't know if we're going to get new Zangors but we might get like a new HQ for thousand. we'll probably get a new HQ for Thousand Suns because it looks like that's at least what they're trying to do with like every single um, army they're releasing is have like one HQ because like the Adeptus, the Mechanicus had it. Of course, Sisters had a bunch more. Uh, Death Guard had it. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Drakari really didn't have any models released. But. Uh, yeah. I'm not excited about the Grey Knights, though. I mean, in the trailer, they showed a Dread Knight. Mm, yeah, I do. Never a good sign, never a good sign. Especially with the, the Paragon Warsuit that they just released. I mean, I feel like they're, if anything, doubling down on the whole... On the baby carriage? Yeah, the baby oh, carrier thing. Which I never had a problem with. As It was the arms sticking out is what I had a problem with. Because, I, I mean, they even... They... Well, they Sorry. even... They even made fun of it in the newest regimental standard about how you know, like you can di- you can disarm a, a paragon warsuit, and I mean, like it's just it just I I I don't I don't like the whole arms like sticking out of it thing. I think all the no imperial protection. factions. I think the all the imperial factions are starting to blend together. When it was like a nemesis dread knight, it was a terminator in like this great suit. Like I kind of liked it because it had like um you know, like, aliens kind of vibe. And that kind of works mm-hmm. for Grey Knights when they're fighting, like, big old, like, demons or whatever. But I think, like, when it gets to Paragon Warsuits or the worst of the worst, like, Seventurians, which have sort of sidled away into obscurity, um, it starts to get a bit ridiculous. Well, I think with uh, the, the Warsuits, for me, I'm fine with them because, like, I mean, Sisters of Battle always has these weird Baroque-looking uh, armor. So, like, like all of that seemed perfectly fine to me. Like, they had literally that one, um, what was it, that one unit that had the shields that had a bolter on it. Oh, yes, like the, that, um, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to remember what the name the of it is. The Celestian Sacrosants. Yeah. I really, the, I really like them. They got the whole, they got the gorget and the hood thing. It's quite nice, and, um... The whole bolter shields, love it. Yeah, and like I, I'm, I'm okay with that a little bit. I think that they, they look a little bit silly, but like literally, we're talking about a faction that has quite literally churches on tanks. So like, I'm not bent out of shape about it or whatever. But I think that some of that silliness is good. I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean. I just personally don't like the aesthetics. You know, the organ cannon 
on the back of a gun. That's that's hilarious, and it so looks cool, great. Though. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but like if we look at the new Sisters of Battle releases i mean you know apparently now we have a high lord just walking around the battlefield um i mean one thing i do appreciate about the paragon warsuit is that i mean at least it looks the part like again it doesn't look as stupid as the centurions but like i do like that with the sisters they're willing to put out new models and like throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks which is kind of what half all half of all the like primaris models feel like anyway um yeah it's kind of cool i think they're at least experimenting with new stuff i think my main problem with the paragon war suits is how spindly the arms are they just yeah they look very easy to break under designed almost like they just called it a day instead of like adding more things onto it but on the bright side you know we had the paragon war suits but on the bright side we did get uh the banner the, the the those two new sisters of battle support uh characters uh oh yeah the one where she's literally hugging the flag like donald yeah, trump astrid durga and uh agathe dolan i mean i'm they... actually kind of fine with the arms being uh a little bit spindly on the the paragon suit simply because like all the other like aesthetics of like the space marines like again they're like the centurions where they just have these big bulky arms that basically just look like uh if like the inspiration for like a gorkonaut or a morkonaut where it's just like a thing where it's like ah here's this big bulky thing but these things are a little bit more uh light and lithe if you will i think less than the splendid arms the thing that upsets me more is the weapons bolted on above the shoulders. I, Games Workshop has been doing that recently with like some of the repulsors and the impulsors and the um, redemptor dreadnoughts and etc. where they just bolt guns on t- wherever they can. The yeah. the Invictor warsuit as well. Yeah, it's just like it just I don't understand how you meant to aim them. They're just they're, they're just rigid multi melters like on the shoulders. Well you don't need you don't need aiming when you have faith. True, true. But you have the, Jesus take the wheel of the Paragon War suit. Yeah, exactly. But the the new the, these new yeah character models, I really I do like them. The the banner bearer, I'm not sure if that's a sculpted banner. I I'm not a fan of. I mean, I know the banner sculpted, but you know what I mean. The the detail yeah. sculpted on. Not a fan of that. I've never been a fan of that. I've always preferred it to either be a bare banner pole that you put your own banner on, or just a blank plastic banner that you paint on um but i like i like the model and i especially like her friend the uh hang on i wrote down how to pronounce this because i <laughs> Wait. uh the hyo later um which means that one that like in, one that invokes or worships saints really scraping the bottom of the barrel there gw god <laughs> Um, but she looks a lot like one of the old uh, inquisitorial acolyte models, which I'm obviously a big fan of. That's not so bad then. Yeah. Also, on the Sisters of Battle Paragon Warsuit, where do the feet go? Because like I think more here than any other miniature, I have no idea what happens to the lower half of her torso. I, I think, think they're, they're just she... in that leg. I think they're in the knees. Are they? 
I mean, that's the only place I could see. <laughs> I don't think this much thought was put in by the people who made them. Maybe they don't have legs. I really, I, I feel like they kind of make the pentad engines a bit less cool because I really like the idea of a pentad engine, which are just like these weird suicide well, that's, machines. That's the sort of thing I, I do like. The pentad engine coffin, like the enclosed coffin, I find very cool. And I thought if we had something like that for the for these, that would be great. Or even, I thought but that'd maybe, be almost like a dreadnought, wouldn't it? Like it's a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, any mech is, I mean, they could, these are basically, you know, like proper, you know, doing, you know, Terminator doing backflips, uh, live <laughs> mechs. So, I mean, they could have just made these like small, slim dreadnoughts that can do backflips, you know, and I think that would have been, I would have liked that better, but, um, I don't know. I just haven't, I haven't, uh, heard anyone who's, really into them so what you're saying is you just want gabriel angelos as a model for sisters of battle yeah i want i want terminators with like grappling hooks or and what they really need to make is um uh what is it the the orc one that has his claw that you can shoot out that would be cool yeah or what you know maybe if we could just really lean into the religion theme and instead of giving them like a giant sword what if one of them was wielding like a giant crucifix that had <laughs> a hammer at both ends or something you you would have to make it an aquila but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like it's just a giant like figure of a saint or something if you really, really wanted to lean into religion, you have just literally make a Jesus Christ model and just just have it on the table. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, what you call Celestine? Uh, true. <laughs> Celestine uh, and Sanguinius combined are basically Jesus Jesus. On that note, we could. What about the idea of like an imperial eagle flock as just like a swarm miniature, just a bunch of eagles that fly around mauling the enemy? Because cyber eagles, um, there is like I think Inquisitor Cotias has a cyber eagle he can like unleash on people. Mm -hmm. I have it. It's a great model. It is a good model. So so extremely heavy because it's like oh. it's, it's solid metal and he, he's quite um, oh yeah he's quite thick because he's he, some fire he armor. Kill someone with it. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a great model. Wait. But um, yeah, the the whole cyber eagle. I mean, you used to be able to get. I have lots of uh, servo skull models used to because inquisitors used to get them as in their retinues so they're quite nice um oh what about giant cyber eagles like a sister riding a giant eagle that's like a beast snaga idea right there i mean that's that is true we'll I'll talk about those here in a second but i was just thinking like speaking of flat dry or on giant eagles you know they do make the middle earth game so and well giant eagles were also in hamilcar as well, so they're in Age of Sigmar as well. The giant battle eagles. They were yeah. fighting. The, of course, the Skaven beat the shit out of them. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah. With warp fire magic. I think that's really all I've got to say on the uh, Sisters of Battle models. All the, I mean, other than the High Lord, I'm really not a fan of. I mean, like, like you could have made her anything but a High Lord. I just don't. I don't like that. Uh, you know. I think um, the way that like new models are written into the lore is important as well. Like with the Paragon warsuits, I mean, 
I'm guessing it's just assumed that they were always there. Or as with the beast snaggers, you can sort of just assume, oh, it's just an orc and a swig, squig. Like, I get that. They would do that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't think anyone... I mean, you know, I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> well, I think um, the biggest thing with the with the beast snaggers is that we now know that they are um, not replacing boys. They're not orc primaris. They're just yes. a new thing. Because we have a new boys kit coming out, baby. Let's go. We do. That's another, that's another good thing about the orcs as well. They have so much diversity in their units, like tank busters. Oh, I know. Orcs. I mean, yeah, the orcs are just, they're coming out with more and more models, and none of them seem to be reboots. To be, I mean, obviously, we got uh, Zodgarod back after, was it now, um, seven editions away, Zodgarod's returned. I still mm -hmm. still kind of like his 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 leader his um his earlier model better. I'll uh I'll show you guys. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, but this one I like how you can see kind of like the hair squigs on them. Like those are yes, modeling those are always cool. Which is my problem with the beasts, I guess. They don't seem to have any hair squigs. They seem to have these weird metal mohawks instead. Very disappointing. They might have some that have bee squigs. I, w I wouldn't be surprised. I but also I do. like how um, the old model has all this hair and then the new model has like a little bit. So it looks like he's sort of been uh, aging a bit. He's been uh, losing a little bit of sleep, losing a little bit of a squig hair. Yeah. All I can think though is on the new Zodgrad model is that hair is going to be such a pain in the ass to paint. Oh, you could do some dry brushing with that, though. It'd be sick. But it's like, because it's like sticking out everywhere, you're going to accidentally paint his face. You're going to accidentally paint, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh, I'd do it's... his hair first, and then his face. But then you're actually going, you're going to accidentally paint the hair. You see, it's a never-ending loop. Oh, you're right. Um, I mean, this, 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 just, this just sounds like painting anything. Why paint anything first? Yeah. Just, just, just have it magically go on there. Yeah, monochrome models for the win. Yeah. Um, I so I think do, the other I, thing. No, oh, go on. yeah. No, 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 go I was on. gonna say for to kind of kind of keep it moving along. For the other thing this week is the new Gaunt's Ghost models. Oh, those are fucking mm. sick. Actually, they do look quite awkward with the poses. That's the one thing I will say. Like, I, I actually mean, disagree. I like the poses on them. Not necessarily the poses, but the way that like some of the characters are done. But I really, mm -hmm. really love the fact that like half the miniatures are completely different to what they looked like in the old kit. I like that there's like a fluidity in these like Black Library miniatures that they are releasing. Like, yeah, they do feel a bit like head cannons, and I kind of like that vibe. I'm always disappointed when I see a Gaunt model and he doesn't look like Sean Bean. You know, <laughs> he does, does kind of look like Sean Bean, that. though. Yeah, but he doesn't have the sharp haircut. He doesn't have the long hair. You know, oh, I want yeah. I want him to look like I want him to look like you know, like a lot of the you know uh, in a lot of the old Warhammer art, um, you know the way like the enough the Blood Angels, uh, starter kit I think for third edition or second edition they had like Scarface in it because <laughs> the artist had literally traced over you know uh, like a still right. from Scarface. I want kind of like that sort of level of like ripoff for Gaunt. I want him to be sharp. Um, oh, I think it's Bragg's miniature that fucks me over. Like, 
I think Bragg and Elam Rawn have like really weirdly posed like miniatures. I can kind of see that. I'm looking at them now, but also, I mean, with the it's rules, Bragg's uh, looking at the rules for them. Uh, some people were talking about how Bragg's miniature, like you could break the game with it, the way yeah. it's currently worded. The infinite grenade hack. Yeah. And then people were like, well, if I just keep doing that, then I can just keep throwing grenades in my enemy for like five hours until they basically concede. Or, yeah. you know. But I think I think they're gonna change that rule. I think that rule's gonna not gonna stay the same at all. So they didn't they weren't thinking about it. Personally, oh. I would have really liked uh instead because I'm not a big fan of Gaunt's Ghosts, to be honest. Uh, I don't really find it interesting. I would have loved some new Last Chancers models. I think Last mm. Chancers is uh, is definitely a, a head above Gaunt's Ghosts of the series. Really? I only read, again, like, I think we were talking about this before, but I only read the uh, first one, and it, it, it didn't seem to have the same sort of quality of writing style, but then again, that was the first one. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't read a lot of the Gaunt's Ghost stuff. I mean, well, the thing is, Gaunt, what really connects Gaunt's Ghost and Last Chancers is they're both very um, sort of early. Last Chancers especially is quite early Warhammer. You know, it's up there with, like, you know, uh, some of the old uh, Inquisitor stuff where it was like, you know, terms were being invented in these books. And mm. not so much with Gaunt's Ghosts, but... You know the the setting was a lot more fluid, and you know as they go on, it solidifies a lot more. But I I, I really I love uh, Last Chancers. I cannot believe they got a fourth book, and I can't believe they might get another book eventually. Um, whereas Gaunt's Ghosts, I mean, they're expanding the whole. Was it now? How many books? Twelve, eight, a hundred, fourteen, I think. Um, but the Sabbath Worlds. Crusades books are getting a lot more editions, which is kind of like annoying because they're focusing a lot on the Space Marines, which is, I guess, kind of cool. But I would like to see some of the like, um, like Vitry and Dragoons or something, like some of the other regiments featured alongside them, because I think yeah. like what's particularly cool about the Gaunt's Ghosts, the, the Gaunt's Ghosts, is that they're just regular humans with camo cloaks. Well, they're not regular humans. They seem to be. Yeah. They seem to be incredibly lucky. Uh... They've got the whole, well, they do, it's another essence of um, the whole sharp pastiche that they have going on where, you know, some, it's, I can very much imagine if there was a TV show of them, it would be like very low budget, you know, there's only ever six of them and there's a lot of smoke on the battlefield, so you mm -hmm. can't see anyone else, that sort of thing. Um, Basically, we only well. had we only had enough people to uh, film six yes. people at a time and have like a, an extra in the background. It's just the same right. guy over and over again. Don't look oh too closely God. at the last guns; they're all cardboard in the background. Reminds that sort of thing that, reminds me of that scene from Sharp when they say like, um, "Don't make your men charge; you'll kill all thousand of them." And just points <laughs> the camera over, and there's like thirty guys on these rowdy-looking horses who've well, never heard a gunshot before. Just like mm -hmm. Gaunt, Sharp at the end of the series is like a major, and yet he's commanding like the CM6 guys. And it's the same with Gaunt. He's you know uh, he's a colonel, and he's commanding like the CM roster of twenty people. Um, That's so fucking cool. I never noticed that before. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of direct nods and. Gaunt's ghost. I mean, the fact that he's blonde supposedly is a 
nod to Sean Bean. Um, the new anyway. art well from Gaunt's Ghosts is like really quite cool because like I don't know like I, I understand that you saw him as a more Sean Bean kind of fellow, but the to see like Gaunt's like cut up face is just kind of cool because he looks a bit like a um, looks a bit like a Nazi but good. I don't know. He just has this very regimented, like hard commissarial style, and the mm. dudes around him just have like camo cloaks. I guess they have the same, because a uh, sharp commanded rifles, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I I sort of see how they are going through that. I like, feel like we should probably point out at some point that sharp is a sharp was a TV. Well, it was a series of four TV movies made from oh, our, yes, the nineties yes. to the two thousands of like Sean Bean. Uh, going around and being unwillingly uh, given uh, officer ranks uh, during <laughs> the Napoleonic Not Wars. There is, uh, yes. So it, I did not know about this of, TV show. Which okay, well, it's actually it's very good, and um, a lot of Gaunt's Ghosts is pretty heavily based off it. The same way a lot of Cathias, uh Keen is based. Is based off of um, Harry Flashman, except n- not as much of an evil bastard. And of well, course, Ky- Black Kane, I, you can I'm in the middle of reading the first one. You can definitely see that sort of thing where he's like, oh, yeah, he has like imposter syndrome, basically. And in the, yeah, in the well, in the like in the one, there's a bit where in one of the early books, they're about to ram like a Thai blockade or something, and they literally do the I have a, a cunning plan, sir. Bit from Blackadder. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. So, I love the and, um, character so far. He's um, he's definitely and, very interesting. And just because I will never get to point this out again, and I saw it a couple of years ago, and I, I've been bursting to say something in the Warhammer, one of the Warhammer Horrors short stories, they have um, a ripoff of the theme song from Sharp. Uh, mm-hmm. They do. It's like over the warp and far away. The emperor commands and we obey. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Okay, we should probably move on to um the other, the new guard he- heads, new Cadian uh, heads. Oh yeah, that is a I mean, bit controversial for me. Yeah, that one's weird. I don't know why. I mean, I understand why they don't want to just release a new kit, but it's just like, so you're gonna release an upgrade sprue. But like the older kit even is is a little bit smaller than some of the other like humanoids we like like humans we've had. Like I think they're smaller than the Gaunt's Ghost. I'm always a fan of uh special weapon booster packs. I think it's a very good sign. It's a sign of uh good faith when GW if GW did more of those, I would really appreciate it. Cause I mean, you know, for uh, a big example, for example, I'm an AdMac player and um uh, the Skatari, who you know, almost always you field with two plasma cavaliers, but they only come with one in the box. So there's oh, all, yeah. it's always this that sort of thing, and it does feel, and it probably is, so that they can get you to buy uh, more than you know one box or something like that. I but like, also... sorry, um, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, they could have also, like, they didn't update this through either, which is kind of interesting, because they could have easily just, like, fit everything on the new sprue into the old sprue, because, like, the, the old sprue is basically, um, like, one of the 
um, old spruce, I'm looking at it now, essentially only has like 12 pieces on it. And there's huge gaps in it. So I think they're just trying to sell you more um, useless plastic in terms of like just like unused sprue. Well, I mean, it's for no. It's all useless plastic. Yeah. True, true. Well, I think I think the thing is that they have like it, it's expensive to produce a mold, and like if they were just going to use the exact same like torosos and stuff on the mold, and then just put them onto a new sprue, you might as well just make a new sprue and just have the old torsos. You yeah. get more out of it, and that's what they did. They could have just sold an upgrade sprue though. Like that would have been so much more honest. I feel like like I would rather buy like two packs. Well, of I mean, it kind of it kind of is because I mean, this isn't. They don't come with the new troop troop. They don't come with the Kadian troopers. They come with the uh, Kadian. I don't know special or like stormtroopers. There's some like other kit that they come with, and you Kadian do get thirty. Yeah, you get yeah. Oh, do they have the old kit around? I thought they didn't. I thought they um. Oh well, I mean the old kits. No, I, I'm pretty sure they do. Oh no, I mean like they come with the old set, but I don't think you can buy like the old twenty pound box separately now, which is like the interesting bit because now they give you more bits than you can use. Ads. Bits, baby. I think something that's quite cool though is that in the um. A star, the price of a star collecting Astro Militarum box hasn't changed, but you still get you get the upgraded sprues in that one. Oh yeah, they have stopped selling the. Okay, okay. Well, corrected. if you look under new releases, it's the uh, what is it, the Cadian Defense Force or whatever. But well, uh, the other thing I was going to say is I do like that they brought back the oh, the Carskin Shock Trooper helmets, or just the Carskin mm. Troopers. I really, I loved. I still have a couple of the old metal Carskin troopers from my um, from the old Witch Hunter days, and um, I always, I always loved them. I always wish they bring them back. The, the, those are the uh, the sort of like full theist gas mask uh, oh, ones. Yeah. Um, I really do appreciate that those got brought back. the the one The one that's kind of weird is the the one with the camo netting. Looks a bit weird, but also the one with the uh, I don't know what you call it face mask. Bal- it looks like a balaclava. If I'm being honest, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, that. which um, it gives me some ideas for uh, rabiest. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was gonna say you can do the do the raw up the raw guard guardsman. Yeah, I really like the uh, face with the like playing cards in his hat, but no self-respecting Cadian would ever put playing cards in their hat. <laughs> no self-respecting Cadian would have left their playing cards on Cadia when it got done blowed up. Exactly. Too yeah. Too soon. Well, and that's the other Too thing soon. is that they're they're continuing to put out this. Um... Cadian series, you know, the the one that follows the and I don't even know I can't even remember her name because she's so forgettable. The you're gonna you're gonna have to Yeah, well well the other thing was people were talking about is uh on this set is that the plasma gun actually makes sense. Because the other thing was is that you Regard for the longest time, you wanted to run plasma guns, but you'd have to use like space marine ones where it's like you know, either they're like one handing it or it's just like you know, you have a soldier that looks like they've just literally skipped leg day and just like put all steroids into their arms or just like huge arms and just like 
tiny body. I but now yeah, they have it a little bit better. What was that? The command squad did have a plasma gun, I think. The Cadian command squad. Yeah, the Cadian command squad. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it now. You're right. But... Uh, it's very awkward. Yeah. You always had to have them facing the exact same direction, and it just kind of looks a bit off. The, this uh, new one, I think, is, is, is a much better sculpt and just kind of going after the, the new uh, idea of like having it holding it from the side, I think, just looks better and is more practical. It looks better in more angles. And one thing that does confuse me is the um, is the Tempestus Zions um, essentially replacing the old Stormtrooper, but also being a troops option. So I feel like you would never really take veterans in your elites um, as an elite's choice. I, we'd have to see what goes on with uh, the codex that would... I'm assuming their codex is coming out decently soon if they're doing this. I hope so. The uh, novel series I was talking about is the Minkalesque. Um, yeah, is he ringing no bells? Because, again, such a forgettable character. I think this is now <laughs> the third or maybe second book. And like the first one was kind of it was bad. I don't want to. I don't want to like you know disparage someone's writing, but. It wasn't. It's, it's GW. It's a giant corporation that has a lot of people. Yeah. You could you could say writing's bad. Don't be that. You, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you could just I, I you know I'm a an artist for a living, so I, I don't like to you know rip into someone's work too much. I mean, uh, I, I feel that. But they do have they have this new one, uh, Steel Tread, coming out, which is about a, a, a tank crew, another oh, tank yeah, crew, Gideon's, and uh, I mean. Cool. I do, you know, I do like a good tank story. I'm always, I'm a big fan of the guard short stories. You know, I have um, Hammer of the Emperor and those, all those omnibuses that came out in the, you know, mid 2000s. There was and a I really think, good guard story recently, I think, for, uh, not for Iron Nexus, Psychic Awakening, where they were like in the bowels of like a ship that got taken over by Necron Flayed Ones. And it was like oh, some. That's a rough time. Yeah, it was very it's creepy because, like, it was like some girl and his, her like cousin that were in the same regiment or whatnot. And like at the end of it, the Necron comes out wearing the guy's skin, and nah. like it's very creepy. That's uh, so I've, good. I've heard a lot of good things about the Warhammer Crime series. Apparently, apparently, it's series. Not it's it's good. Like it's actually quite uh, self-aware, you know. The obviously the main worry being, a, you know, a worry the you know the main character is a probator or something as it gets a bit chilly. But uh, apparently, it's at least some of them are quite good. I haven't got a chance to read any of them yet. I'm more of a fan of the Warhammer horror. Personally, I, I well, we got we got we're in all kinds of things where it's like Warhammer this genre or that genre. Where's my Warhammer comedy, baby? Yeah, I want I want Caiaphas Kane actually. Would, would, yeah, yeah, exactly. God, the way Caiaphas Kane is written is quite funny. I, I just like the um, the addendums by Amberly Vale, who's just like going through and like commenting on everything, just like nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. I, I liked it, but it does get really formulaic. After a That's while, it, I I can I couldn't I don't think I've managed to finish the last one. I didn't get through the second, if I'm honest. I just gave up on the. Valhalla See, I've read almost 
all of them except like the 13th crusade one i, I just sort of give up on because it just does get and that, even that one's supposed to be breaking the formula and still i just you know i, I got a bit bored in the end it's like um, they introduce a formula in the first book and that's really mm-hmm. cool i'm like oh okay i can just pick this up whenever and then you, i get into the second book and i realize oh okay they're just doing the same thing again they're just introducing me to how the thing goes yeah okay. i also always i always skip the Jana sully or celibate i mean it's kind of funny like you know the over the top poetic flyery writing but it's also like half the book and it's you know it's funny for a bit but then um and also i mean warhammer horror is good but it's not good horror the best uh warhammer horror has to be uh peter and i apologize before i say a surname for dark coil which isn't actually like a series so much it's like an unofficial series like every book mm. peter Ferrari, i'm just gonna call him peter from now on every book that peter writes for warhammer is connected to all his other ones in this sort of cosmic horror web of connections upon connections that you need to you know every time i read one of his books i have to go online and like look through the like 20 connections i couldn't find uh because i'm dumb but uh even without them it's it's very enjoyable and i love it and it's definitely the best horror in warhammer i was reading uh the the blackstone fortress books by darius hanks has actually been pretty good i'm excited to see him getting more stuff to do because i think he's a very competent writer like the first the first one that i read like it, it does have a lot of those like horror uh elements where you're like literally like on an acid trip in the middle of this giant blackstone fortress <laughs> like it, he does a very good job of you know bringing a sense of dread and like you know sense of stakes to uh you know essentially you're in the middle of something that they don't understand that you don't fully understand uh like one of the th- there's like different traps and whatnot like one of the uh main points of uh like the challenges of the Blackstone Fortress is uh uh Janice Drake is um sitting uh he's trapped in a room with a dark Eldar who keeps mocking him and what he has to do is um there's a like a a river that he has to like go down but if you touch the river you die so what he has to do is he has to shock himself in order to go down the river but then he keeps ending up in the same room and having to do this over and over again and keeps shooting this dark Eldar again and again. Like it, it's just very interesting to kind of huh. see that that uh that horror element as well as just like the, the, the sort of non Euclidean geometry and like very Lovecraftian elements of like the Blackstone Fortress, which it lends itself very, very well to horror. Yeah. Um and plus, it's all about how a rich kid finds out that a, a disgraced fail son finds out how to not be a fail son anymore, which is also good. You always love to read that, yeah. Those rich kids, they have it real hard. My heart bleeds for them sometimes. Oh, space rich kids as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. He did. He did end up uh, not becoming a rich kid anymore because he fucking murdered someone in a duel. Me. I mean. Uh, being like a rogue trader is even better than like being a rich kid. That's like 
sort of like kingship, really. Spia's pirate kingship. Yeah. yeah. And it is also funny, in, in part of the book, um, like he's haunted by visions of his sister who for... It's it's implied very for sexist reasons that his dad just didn't want to be the heir. And then she's like, oh yeah, you're the favorite of dads. And then all of a sudden you fuck up real bad. You are such a loser. And it's just like that for the entire book. Yeah. Um, I think that's... Is that all the 40k? Well, oh, the orcs. We have to talk about the orcs. We did a little bit of the, the, the beast snaggers a little bit. I think there were more Sisters of Battle than just the Paragon Warsuits that came out, actually. I think. Yeah, we were talking about. Well, I mean, all the rest of it was stuff that had been shown previously. True, I guess. But I mean, we, we can still go over it. I mean, I got have a lot. Any, has there been any Forge World that's come out recently? They've been really moving away from Forge World, honestly. That's well, I mean, there's all the Necromunda and. Uh, Blood Bowl, uh, of course, big Blood Bowl fan. Uh, they, 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 what do you think uh, about season two of Blood Bowl? Um, I, I think it's great, but, but I, I must I must mention they they brought back the chainsaw for Blood Bowl. The chainsaw is back. Ah, mm. oh, God, it's it's Blood Bowl's finally complete again with the chainsaw back, and um. And the the white dwarf and the black elbow got models a couple of years uh, last year or something. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful time to be a Blood Bowl player, and I never thought I'd see the day. Sorry, yeah. let me wipe let me wipe the tear away. Wow, Warhammer Warhammer supplemental game getting a lot of love. What is this? So Necromunda's got a new miniatures then. Oh, mm-hmm. is it oh yeah. It's, oh, I haven't, uh, I haven't heard about this. You know, the water reclamators, the water guild guys are coming out, uh, I think, this oh, week, fuck. depending on when this comes out. Yeah, we were actually oh. just talking about them before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, well, no, those the one we were talking about is the the Delac. I I dislike how GW make me pronounce it that way. It should be Delacue, but anyway, the, their Delacue. new models Delacue. have a, the very cool uh, Pazian... Piscean Spectres, which is this flying alien green oh. psychic thing. Oh god, those look fucking out of this world. I'm I'm so down for those. Like, yeah, I can definitely see a lot of good Inquisition conversions mm. for me. Um, I mean, I've been thinking about getting like proper like 40k table at top armies, just with like Necromunda miniatures. That would be. They better. make oh. great chaos cultists. Oh yeah. Yeah. The real problem I have with that sort of thing is that uh, all the really good models that are uh, Forge World and therefore resin are you know it's so expensive. The, the I mean there's so many of them, and I just want to buy all of them, but there's it gets so expensive. See, I've been thinking about just having like a regular like Power Knight Enforcer like cop army, just like mm-hmm. uh, just an army of like space cops to go about. I mean, you used to be able to do it. Way back when, used to have a they used to be able to field an army. Um, luckily, well, you could just I, make them Acadians or something. Yes, luckily yeah. I I have some uh, friends in China unearthing suspiciously cheap uh, versions for <laughs> me. 
Are these are these uh, beautiful Forge World models? Te- techno archaeologists in China finding the STCs for uh, yeah. these models. Um, I think that's I think that's uh, most of the. I mean, I think the thing with the Necromonta models as well that's so like alluring is that so many of them just look like just regular gangsters or something. They aren't like cool sci-fi. Oh, um, oh, I would like Eldars or elves or anything. I mean, they're all sci-fi, but there's like a different side of 40k that's like more explored in like in all the like art. It feels a bit more like Blanchitsu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, speaking of that, uh, we did we were talking um, about a while ago about the the new uh, ice card car door uh, models that just came out. If you go into Gen Chat and scroll up. Are those um, the, the flamey boys? Yeah, the fi- the fire guy who's carrying a lot of books. Um, everyone was talking about um, there. I was on the word bearers subreddit, and everyone was like, "These are going to be my new chaos cultists. These are perfect. I need to use." <laughs> but yeah, the the scribe he comes with is like out of a Blanchetsu illustration. It probably is out of a Blanchetsu illustration. He still does do concept art for GW. So That's very cool. Yeah, very good. Um, you think about but I think that's in. most of the 40k stuff we yeah, got over. The only thing I will say, just a, a slight note on the orcs, is that I'm hoping that they just the new psyker uh, that they sh- they showed off today. Like, like literally, yeah. Yeah, they literally showed off. They hinted that he might be getting a mount option, which I'm hoping means that I'll be able to uh, have an army of proxy biker uh orcs soon back with the you know the good old ever since they very cruelly got rid of or legends uh like all the biker hqs for orcs i'm hoping this will mean i can proxy I thought they, back I thought in they unlegends them i don't know we'd have it's to see whole, it in a new, it's a whole thing i mean honestly the new book's coming out so probably we'll see if they come back yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they do come back we could talk about Necromunda Hired Gun as well. Like, I don't know if anyone here has actually played it, but apparently it's quite buggy, but quite okay. I've, um, I've heard that too. Yeah, well, we went, we we talked about that last time. Oh, we um, did, didn't we? We did, and I mentioned it basically, it's okay. It's nice looking if you're a Warhammer fan. The servitors are really cool. Everything else is... Um, I think the problem with the, with them is to go a bit more into it. I think the problem with the development team is that they keep on sort of reaching beyond their either budget or team size. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a problem that's happened that happened with both with Deathwing and with Hired Gun. You know, because but I, I, heard I don't know. Hired Gun, they didn't even reach the first build or something like. Yeah, they got to like point five. It's point five. Yeah, apparently. Double digits. Um, I play. I mean, like, I would recommend. Like I said, I'll say it again. I would recommend you pirate it. That's my. That's my. That's how I could sum up my review of it. Um. Well, now we're not getting anything from Games Workshop. I was hoping to get a free box of Dominion, but now this man over here pirate their games. Ooh. And recast. I mean, I mean uh, techno archaeologists. It's such a good thing that we don't have a Patreon or anything, because if we did, then we'd be eligible to be sued. Mm. True, true. Uh, Is that actually true? Could you sue someone to say, like, hypothetically pirate it? I don't think it matters whether or not it's legal to do so. I think GW will try anyway. 
I think the thing is, like a lot of leftist organizations, for example, try not to own any money or handle money because the moment you start handling money, then you got to pay tax. And the moment you pay tax, you have to register and all sorts of rules like get involved. Yeah. So like mm. in general, like try if the moment money gets involved, even like through Patreon, it starts to get a little bit dodge. That's why that's why I'm broke because I'm making a conscious decision not to have money. It, that's so wise. Yeah, exactly. No one can sue you, and no one can like charge you with crimes if you have money. But uh, that's how must, bail works, right? Like, we must move on to Age of Sigmar. Oh. oh no! We must. We must. Uh, oh, I will say, last episode I was talking about reinforcement rules and how that might affect Skaven. They have just come out and said that now Skaven clan rats. Uh, the max size for clan rats will now be 60, which I'm very excited about. That's the, uh, the horde is back. It's also a bit paradoxical because supposedly this whole point increases to decrease the number of models on the table, but uh, and then they go up. Well, like I said, I think they don't have a choice uh, because you can reinforce, uh, I, I think, any battle line unit three times. And they couldn't make a they couldn't make a bare minimum unit of clan rats ten models. They had to keep it at twenty, or else they're completely useless. Um, so I think they really didn't have a choice but to up it to sixty. But depending on uh, points discounts that might you might get for reinforcing clan rats, uh, like in the current edition, it's. Uh, and you get 40 point discount off of the base cost. So it's 120 for 20 and it's 200 for 40. And, you know, if I mean, you combine that with a claw Lord who gets, who get, gets to give them extra attacks, they are very good. We um, this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't, I don't think we should be encouraging people to like buy or to have anything to do with clan rats. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, well, the other thing I want to talk about, uh, besides just talking about Skaven, uh, was just also it looks like they're with Dominion. Skaven with three Ks. Skaven with three Ks. Boo! They are like <laughs> and and calves basically, but yeah, love them. Uh, the other thing with uh, Dominion, which we talked a lot about last week, was uh, we were worried that they might screw it up. But now that it's you know been out for like a week and they still are selling a ton of them, it looks like they're going to make enough for pe- for everyone. Uh, even though it is going to be a limited release, it looks like it, it, this isn't going to be like a Curse City thing because they still have it up on the website and you're still be able to order it and stuff, which is interesting. I'd like I that. Think, I like that specific clip memorialized somewhere so we can visit revisit it a week from now. What? When, when it actually launches, I mean, it's still like everyone's been putting in all their orders, and it looks like they're not going away. I'll believe it once once I have I have Dominion in my hands. Uh, I will believe it. <laughs> um. Yeah, GW have been putting out this uh, these series of articles about sort of under the guise of you know how how will your new uh, army fare in AOS three point But the problem is they're rehashing the same three abilities that they put in the rulebook, so it's a lot of uh, filler. It doesn't really mm. mean much. 
Hmm. So it's just hype. It's it's meant to hype people up. I am very slowly learning Spanish to uh, try and understand my Spanish translation of the rule book that I got my <laughs> hands on. Um, I I haven't made much progress yet, but luckily, uh, because half of the GW half of the rule stuff is nice symbology anyway. It's uh, universally and also because all the copyrighted names don't get translated so that they can still be copyrighted. You can sort of you can sort of muddle your way through it. So basically half the book is uh fully you're able to read. Yeah, like half the book is like English because of all the copyrighted terms. Exactly. Um but yeah, uh sexy clan rats, I'm very excited for that. You know, I used to have a I used to have a hundred and I think 40, 120 clan rat army uh, back in Warhammer Fantasy Battles. And I love to see that again. I'd love, I just love, I love the look on the opponent's face when you, you know, you like slam down a movement tray of 40 and then you go like, hang on, I got more. And you get 80. And then they start, you know, a sweat bee trickles down their forehead. And then you're like, hang on, hang on. And then you take out the last 40. Um, 120 clan rat units back in Warhammer Fantasy Battles. No, 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 no. Blocks uh, of 40. That way, because that way, but then that way you could flank them so that you had 120 clan rats attacking one unit. That's incredible. Just caught in the swamp of rats. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a Friday night. Yeah, let's go. Although on Friday mean, night, I'm going, I'm pl- I play Magic the Gathering at uh, my local game store, so oh. not Friday night for oh. me. How's that like? What's uh, What's Magic? What's up with Magic nowadays? Uh, Wizards of the Coast is dipping their toes into uh horrific uh market practices, much like GW. But uh, Only the now. new set's been fun. Uh, I mean, I do a lot of like drafting and stuff like that, so that's been a lot of fun. But other than that, you know, there's been like a lot of where it's like, oh, hey, you know, here's a here's a version of like all the regular cards and stuff, but you can get this shiny card for a billion dollars. Or even better, you get this shiny pack for a billion dollars and it could be any card. And that sort of thing. That doesn't sound so fun. Yeah, and then of course you had the uh debacle where you had uh Walking Dead characters in Magic the Gathering. That sounds like oh my god, you're you're not serious, surely. Oh, uh, but I am. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. And well, usually what they do with like cards like that is like they'll have like tie-ins, but like they won't be like canon or legal. And these were canon and legal, and they were a special release, and everyone was pissed. That's terrible. Well, the char- like which characters that they have? They have like the whole gang and everything with like firearms. Um, I don't know who exactly it was. Huh. Uh, let me let me do it. Let me link it to you. It's incredible. It was like five cards, but it was like kind of dumb. Oh god, it was just. That was a whole debacle. Anyone who knows anything about that knows how fucking shitty that was. I mean, to be fair, though, like, as nerds, like, as tabletop fans, we seem to be quite unpleasable because, like, a moment ago we were complaining that Sean Bean wasn't in um, Gaunt's Ghost. (laughs) Now we're complaining that the Walking Dead cast are in. 
Well, it's yeah, one it's... thing to literally have um, a head, like a head cast of Sean Bean, where it's like, oh, he looks like Sean Bean. It's another thing to literally make. Here is this tie-in with Sean Bean's oh new God. movie, and we're literally making a Sean Bean model, and he doesn't look like he's from 40K. He's just like in a shirt and jeans. Well, That's a I huge was... difference. You know that is? He's looked terrible. The art is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. That is another thing that I was, I was saying before, is that uh, whenever I'm critiquing uh, models, which I always feel like I don't have any right to because I'm not that great of a sculptor. Uh, I do like I, I don't like I don't like how harsh a lot of people are with a lot of the Warhammer fans are with you know models you know looking at just mm-hmm. how like unpleasable they seem to be. Whereas I know and I know I did just go on like a, a rant about the Paragon war suits and stuff, but I would like to point out that almost every I've never seen a bad gw model really i mean like my favorite model is the rattling gun so i'm very i very clearly have you know i just don't i don't like to uh diminish the work of the gw design team mm-hmm. well the other thing was with um with this one was with the, the biggest thing i forgot to talk about with the walking dead and magic the gathering was uh they made a card. I mean, these were all like fairly exclusive, and um, they weren't legal in some of like the so the way Magic the Gathering works is there are certain sort of formats. It's basically like the difference between like Legends and uh, regular whatever 40k or, or whatnot. You don't really have like editions or anything like that. The rules of Magic the Gathering have been the same for yeah, it's like top drums, yeah. But so basically, you had one where it's like uh. Every single, uh, most car- most cards that have been printed are are legal, and of course, uh, one of the cards that they printed for The Walking Dead, which is actually Rick, uh, was very good in one of those formats. And people were like, "I don't want to show up to a tournament and be like, oh yeah, I play my Rick with uh all my other humans and whatnot.' That sounds awful." And yeah. uh. I think eventually they got banned in Legacy, but it was a whole debacle. It was a very, very dumb thing. Side note, you were talking about how um, well-crafted all the miniatures like Games Workshop have. Not all of them, but most of them seem to be. I've actually been thinking about getting into Age of Sigmar, or at least like dipping my foot in, just because of how some of the... Really? Really, you've been considering... You, the one of the four members on this... Uh, Warhammer podcast. I've been considering playing Warhammer. Well, <laughs> honest, the warbands look good, but like, I just can't like bring myself to be like, you know what? I'm going to get into another franchise. But it's like, not another we, franchise. You know, the magical effects me... look really good, like the it... magic effect miniatures. It did take oh, me. Oh, the endless spells. Re- yeah. Wait, really? You thought? I mean. Again, I just went on a thing. I just went on a thing about how I, I wanted to spy. I don't know models, and then you're like, really? Oh. Really? I think the endless spells are like weirdly goofy and not in the Skaven ones, are just, it's just one of them is just a flying. The other one's like just a bunch of spikes, and the other one's like literally. 
literally just a face that has Despite, like lips yeah. coming. I don't know. I feel like, like at least with 40k, the way spells are done has like kind of shifted into a direction I don't quite like. Because I really like the idea of someone like literally conjuring a ball of Love a good backfire. thing that can make it better is a, a random well it, it used to i think it's still i'm not sure what it does anymore because it's sort of out of the way off to the side now but it used to be this you know incredibly high you know hard to cast uh spell and if you did um on like i think a, a leadership failure uh whatever model you were aiming at so many of them turned into a clan mm -hmm. rat and it could be any model. It could be, you know, the the higher the leadership, the harder it was. But, uh, you know, you could theoretically turn the enemy's general into a clan rat. That's and uh, I, I always, I mean, I always loved, like, you know, it was always described so terrifyingly as, like, you know, the bell peals and the earth cracking. And um, used to be able to do that with Chaos Spawn and, like, the... Um... The, the old Chaos Space Marines Codex, couldn't you? You could turn, like, the enemy general or leaders into a Chaos Spawn. Well, yeah. uh, Magnus Red's, like, attack turns people into Chaos Spawn. And, of course, the New York, the New York Psyker can turn people into Squigs again. Which is always... Oh, you love to see it. It's actually really good this time. This, I think this is probably the best uh, iteration of it now, because you turn... It's a, on a... You hit... A, you hit a unit and on a four plus they take one mortal wound and uh any i think within like six inches any other units also take hits so it's it's quite deadly for um horde units and also apparently he night the <laughs> the psyker the word boy because it's not weird boy anymore it's word it's the the the, the word boy the word boy um he now has strength six daring ability he has Ooh. some he has his eyeballs are strength six <laughs> so that's um, his brain god that's i'm looking for the endless spells like gloom spike gets and I'm sorry, but no, I love I love these sculpts. I love how blocky and like roughshod they are. I love the way the like spiders look, and I also love that there's like a mushroom cloud that's also actually a mushroom. Some of them are pretty good. I mean, it's just a lot of them kind of feel like uh, they're just trying to get you to buy more, you know, buy models that could be represented by a paper token, you know. Whereas. The like faction specific Turian, I'm really on board with. If it wasn't, if it didn't keep getting sold out, it's you know? also well. I mean, at least in 40k, I know that the faction specific terrain is like almost next to useless almost all the time. Well, in Age of Sigmar, it, it's actually. I mean, like you know, for example, uh, skeletons or soul blight, as they and I are. Mm. Uh, the grave sites are like pretty. 
uh, pretty significant. And like the Nahols for Skaven are also a lot of units, a lot of, uh, and like the Mawpot, which is why it got sold out so much is for Ogres is quite good. So a lot of them are pretty good um, for Age of Sigmar. Uh, I think uh, we, we're running a little bit long, so uh, I think that's oh. when we, where we ended today. Um, yeah, any, any any final thoughts on anything? Oh, this is it. This is what I was trying to remember. Elothi and Soul Raid. Crab. Crab model. Crab, 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 crab we fish should, we eel. Should, we should definitely try to uh, do an episode on on the crab hype. Get someone in here who likes. Don't forget I don't know. the plastic thunderhawk as well. Yeah, but it, it, it's in. It. Uh, we finally got it, but yeah. it's literally monkey's pod where it's in uh, Aeronautica Imperialis, which I we think we should talk about one of these one of these days. I, we talked about it on the earlier pod before, but. Uh, I'm glad to see that they're still supporting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that, uh, it's been Sig Marxism Nationalized Games Workshop. But don't put us in charge. Yes. Put us in charge. Please. We'll have a national Patreon. We'll, we'll give launch the money through like Finland or something. We'll let mm. Josh Reynolds. Well, Josh Reynolds can ho ha have Black Library. Uh, I don't know. Dave Gallagher can have the art department. And oh, God. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll democratize the the rest of it. We will have a union of all the artists and everyone else, and every single factory worker in China. Exactly. One big union. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the. All right. It's gonna be the GW. We'll, we'll have a union for recasters as well. It's governed by exact numbers. But it's clear that it must begin from two experiences. <laughs>